This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the December 31st, 2022 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. Please have a happy but responsible New Year's Eve. Quick hitters, the Biden administration will impose a COVID testing requirement for travelers from China. Biden said it was xenophobic when the Trump administration did this same thing early in COVID, but evidently it makes common sense when the Biden administration does it. Brazilian soccer star Pele died, also Barbara Walters. And Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI is dead. He is the Pope that resigned. Shame on me. I use the Dow Jones to monitor the stock market. I know folks say the S&P 500 is better, but I've been using the Dow Jones since I topped 200 pounds as a 13-year-old many years ago. The Dow is down just under 9% for the year. The S&P is down just under 20%, and the NASDAQ is down 33%. The difference might explain why the few times I check my investments, they are down so much more than the Dow. I should have paid more attention, but figured I would just trust my guy and keep my head in the sand. Remember that if you think I am giving financial advice. A new Omicron COVID strain is sweeping the nation. Moving on. U.S. weekly COVID deaths are holding constant at around 2,500. At its worst, COVID killed over 20,000 per week two years ago and had peaks of 14,000 in September of 2021 and 17,000 in January of 2022. That's all per week. But for the last nine months, U.S. COVID deaths have hovered around the 2,500 per week level. That level for a year would be 130,000 deaths, which is still a big number. I searched the internet for who is still dying from COVID and found the linked article in the Scientific America by Melody Schreiber titled, Who is Dying from COVID? Now and Why? A few points. Folks 85 and older made up 25% of COVID deaths during the pandemic, but that is up to 38%. More recently, over 90% of COVID deaths were among folks older than 65. The unvaccinated are six times more likely to die than those who at least were initially vaccinated. If you are over 50 and unvaccinated, you are 12 times more likely to die. Quoting from the article, quote, In August, people age 50 and older who were vaccinated and had just one booster were three times more likely to die than people with two or more boosters, according to the CDC, end quote. Since most folks are vaccinated, the vaccinated still make up, quote, 59% of COVID deaths, end quote. Early in COVID, the urban areas were hit hardest, then rural areas, and rural areas continue to have higher COVID death rates. Up until three weeks ago, China had a draconian zero-COVID policy. In response to protests, China relaxed their COVID policies. Well, cases are up, which makes a case that lockdowns work. I have presented studies that found lockdowns did not work, so you can say this is evidence that I was wrong. But these were some pretty serious lockdowns in China, and you should keep that in mind if you use the Chinese experience to support future lockdowns. Further, how long was China to continue the zero lockdown policy? You can read more in the linked article by Martin Quinn Pollard and Eduardo Baptista titled 
Xi says COVID control is entering new phase as cases surge after reopening. One last thought on COVID in China. Pride may be part of the current problem. Chinese government pride is behind their insistence on using their inferior COVID vaccine. If the vulnerable population were vaccinated with a good vaccine, then the relaxing of the zero COVID policy might be more manageable. I link to the article by Kayla Bailey titled, U.S. Suffering from the Second Biggest Home Correction of the Post-World War II Era, though I did not read it in detail. She suggests that home prices may fall 10 to 15%. Sounds bad. But they are up almost 40% since the start of the pandemic. I'm not sure I buy 40%. Maybe that's for some markets. I do think this is an example of how to look at data. Be careful of percents. Percent of what and for what time period? Did they cherry pick the peak or the valley? Back in the 80s, every stock fund would give their results since the bottom of the 74-75 recession which, uh, when stocks dove low. If the stock picker wasn't up pretty good from that low point, then they sucked at their job. So on housing prices, we had some exuberance, then a bit of a pullback, particularly with interest rates being higher. If we get our economic house in order, things will be fine. The House Ways and Means Committee has released Trump's tax returns. Normally, a House subcommittee would not have a president's taxes, but they fought a court battle to get them, and one month later, they released the tax returns. The returns show most years Trump declared negative income and paid no taxes. So far, I am not hearing that he cheated on his taxes, rather that the real estate area is a way to claim paper losses and shield income, at least until you sell. Or maybe his business is sucked. If he cheated, he should be prosecuted. If he did not cheat, then it is none of my business. Other than the fact that we have an overly complicated tax code that may allow sophisticated investors to avoid paying taxes. And on that last point, using Trump to reconsider the tax code is a mistake. Fraught with politics, bias, and exaggerations on all sides. Also, if tax changes come from this kerfluffle, I hope they are done carefully. If the tax advantages of real estate investing are eliminated, then it may be less advantageous to build apartment buildings and other type structures which could create a housing crisis. Just saying. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.